0: welcome everybody to episode 12 of we're actually doing this this is casey ryerson i am joined by dana woods today we get to uh have a discussion with Lindsay potter who's a kindergarten teacher out at northern elementary but before we get started uh dana anything that's happening over at the woods household
1: uh we are just celebrating the fact that there's no more snow on the ground may 12.
0: we finally made it we made it
1: yeah it's been great uh it's been a great winter i'm so positive that you know <laughs> i had so many opportunities to go snowmobiling this
0: winter right yeah it was great snow i mean we did have we had a winter for people that like to be outside and doing winter stuff if it wasn't for the bitter cold every once in a while but you know what we live here we stay here um sometimes i wonder why but <laughs> we do it so so Um, we can't complain now because the weather has been, we've been getting a little bit of rain, but it has been gorgeous. You know, it's nothing better than coming home from, from school. And, uh, the kids are out jumping on the trampoline or playing in the sandbox and, and everybody's happy to be outside. And, um, you don't have to watch as many shows. You don't have to, uh, find things to do inside, play Legos. You just go outside and you enjoy the weather. I think my kids are enjoying that as well.
1: And just, well, I was, I can leave about five minutes earlier too, because it's not snow pants and boots and hats and mittens and all that stuff. Yeah, Uh, the weather's the wet. Well, go ahead. But well, I was just going to say,
0: yeah, the, the, like getting a kid ready to go outside in the winter is a process in itself. I mean, yep. you're sweating by the time you actually get your gear on to go outside or get all the kids gear on before you go outside so yep. yeah now it's just whoop sliding doors open everybody's outside we're all having fun so um
1: yeah so about that weather there is one of our first podcast maybe it was the first i was talking about my snowmobile and i had some problems with my snowmobile and i have my folks that i phone yep you had some water
0: come into your roof <laughs> uh, so over my kitchen sink I noticed that uh the light was damp and I'm wondering you know what's going on and you here I am same thing uh not a professional roofer by any means but I can shingle and this little part of the roof is um it it would be an octagon if it was completely closed in so it is it's a five sides of an octagon so the roof line there's a whole bunch of different ridge lines and everything that are going across on it well i went up there today i got some roof repair stuff and i think i narrowed it down so you don't
1: have a phone a friend you don't
0: I, I well i probably do but is it a I pride thing yeah i didn't reach out to him <laughs> I don't want them to know that I that I put shingles on this part of my house and there was a leak. <laughs> I, I what I do want is I want to try to fix it myself. Yeah. And if it's that's an a issue. Good feeling. When yeah. you get
1: the when you can when you know you can do it yourself and figure it out yourself, you should do that.
0: Yeah, that's something that I feel like I had to. So I went up there. Thankfully, right now uh my, my niece is staying with us. So she she was able to watch Scout on the inside because I have all three kids with me when I get home right away, and I don't really trust my boys to be watching their little sisters. So (laughs) my niece (laughs) exactly, my niece was with. So she got she was watching Scout. I ran up on the roof quick and I put some stuff down. It said that it can go on and, and it's supposed it was supposed to rain tonight, and it said it didn't matter if it rained whatever everything's gonna work. So I I I touched up the spots that i thought could be potential areas and i guess next episode if it rains between now and then i should have a decent idea of of my craftsmanship
1: well and i think and we're gonna hear about this from lindsay it's like you don't know what you don't know and you just gotta do your best and you and make and connect with good people and and yeah enjoy every step of the way right yeah
0: yeah exactly and and i mean <clears throat> i guess uh, after listening to the podcast today you're probably gonna be like why didn't ryerson call somebody i feel like he maybe should have talked to somebody because <laughs> he talked about getting together and collaborating all the time well <laughs> yeah that's a pride deal and i guess i don't i must i must not have as much pride in being wrong while i'm teaching I guess if I'm wrong while I'm teaching, I've gotten to the point of, oops, let me try something different. Because I feel like maybe I know that I can fix it myself in that case if I need to. But yeah, the roofing deal, hopefully it pans out and uh, it is what it is, you know, it's the way she goes. So, but thanks for uh, joining us this week. I think you guys are all going to enjoy the interview with Lindsay. Um, Stay tuned and enjoy. I'm
1: like, I'm only as funny as I can be when, when uh, Casey's around.
0: We're actually doing this. An ISD 31 production. We're pumping tires and promoting the magnificent things happening in our area, schools, and community.
1: Well, welcome back to another episode of we're actually doing this this is Dana Woods and I'm here with Casey Ryerson and Lindsay Potter and I just want to say thank you so much for joining us today Lindsay happy to have you here (laughs) thanks
0: Thanks. for having me yeah so this marks uh the second kindergarten teacher that we've had on with us too so right yeah (laughs) in 12 episodes in and we have two two of the 12 are kindergarten teachers that's pretty impressive so um, it's hard to find, it's hard to find people that are, uh, as happy and bubbly as a kindergarten teacher. So you're perfect for a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, well, um, Lindsay, why don't you, uh, tell us your current role at the moment right now, cause you've kind of switched around since COVID. So where are you now?
2: Sure. Yes. Um, I teach. Real kindergarten <laughs> real <laughs> at Northern Elementary here in Bemidji. And I... Real. Real. Yeah. Real like... Yeah.
0: Real, real boogers.
2: Yep. Real, real shoes
0: to tie. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. Real kids, re- but real hugs and real high fives. And uh, um, yes. So that's yeah.
0: good. Good. And, and last year you were in a different role, right? Yes. Do you want to talk about that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: you're in a safe space would you like to talk about distance learning I'm
2: say, yes i was teaching distance learning only kindergarten um gosh i took a picture was it 157 days or 163 days of school i took a picture on our last day of distance learning and only the computer and that was definitely an experience It had pros and cons learned a lot um got frustrated a lot <laughs> with technology loved technology you know it's kind of balanced out but it was most definitely um a year of teaching that i will never forget and i i'm actually glad that i got to experience that year but also, super glad that I am teaching in real life again. <laughs>
0: yeah, good. Just so we're visiting you uh, remotely. So this is bringing back a few memories, but I noticed that you are in your gazebo. Is this a place that you frequently taught from last year too?
2: Um, Actually, I was one of the few people who I had to be in my school routine So, I would wake up, I'd bring my kids where they needed to go, and then I would teach right out of my empty classroom at Northern School. Oh, wow. So, I needed to to feel like I was at school. I needed to have all my supplies. I needed just to kind of have a real routine. (laughs) I keep saying the word real. Um, Not that it wasn't real. It's just, you know, just... Making it a little more uh concrete versus abstract. Did you have like
1: yeah. cardboard cutouts in front of you and stuff just to <laughs> add flavor to the
2: real um, list? I did not have cardboard cutouts, but I did have uh a lot of interesting props to try to keep the kids engaged and wanting to come on their lives um to do some school. And um, but yeah, cardboard cutouts. Where were you last year on that one, Dana? <laughs> yeah
0: man there would have been the the there would have been no wiggles from a kindergarten classroom and that would have been the first time ever
2: (laughs) well yeah there was lots of wiggles still some wiggles and sometimes yeah we did we did some movement believe it or not i i have a hard time sitting still myself as you can you can tell um i am a i I'm always getting the kiddos to move in some way, shape or form. Um, whether it's, whether they're in front of me in class or whether they're on the computer, we, we just have to move. And I think movement and learning go hand in hand. So we did a lot of that mm-hmm. as well.
0: Good. Do you, so is there any particular story that you would like to share from distance learning?
2: Any particular story that. You
0: you mentioned movement. Are there some ways that you would get the kids to move? I know you mentioned props, but.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We did um, every day. I still do this currently in my in my real life classroom. Uh, We do sight word exercises every day. So whatever sight words we're working on, we uh, spell it. We shout it. We whisper it. We do jumping jacks, um, clap spell jumps cheer. We do our little cheer. So it's like an actual like routine that we do. And so um, you might walk in, uh, a parent might walk in and see their kid doing jumping jacks, spelling their sign <laughs> yeah. on their computer screen, because right. that's what we did every morning um, after our morning meeting. So that was one way. The other way was it was really easy to uh, share a screen so when I would share, I, my go-to was Go Noodle. I love Go Noodle for movement. Like you don't have to think about it; you can just click, and it plays a video. And so I'm always like, "All right, come on!" And you know, Johnny might be laying there like this. I'm like, "Come on, Johnny, let's go and um, run like the kitty or whatever." And so we
1: banana banana yeah. meatball.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and there's some learning involved there too. So yeah, yeah, Go Noodle.
0: That's good. Have you, have you been able to run into any of the kids that you had last year?
2: I actually this have, year. I actually have two of them current. Actually, I'm going to say two and a half. <laughs> so three, actually. Um, I have three students in my kindergarten classroom this year that I had last year during distance learning. So um, it's really exciting to see where they were last year on the computer and where they are now and just get to have them in in a real I keep saying that word in a real life classroom setting and giving them the full kindergarten experience a second time like just I don't know it's just been super amazing um seeing seeing them grow and in a way that I like I said I'll never ever forget watching them on the computer and then you know getting them getting to see them from here to here and then you know their whole body and um the whole child if you will and seeing everything that they can do um that's pretty right. amazing but yes and other yeah. students have bumped into as well you know
0: yeah
2: not in public but
0: that's good that's pretty cool and do they recognize you in public too when you see them
2: so some so <laughs> one little boy uh, I saw I saw them. I believe it was at Target or something like that. And he ran up and he just kept looking at me and he couldn't. And I said, you know, hi, so and so. And he goes, oh my gosh, you're you are a real person. <laughs> and like, yeah. And I'm like, would yeah. you like a hug? And he gave me a hug and he started. Oh, that's was great. And so that yeah. was really cool. um Yeah, to see them that way too.
0: Yeah, it is. It's neat, you know. I had a couple kids that in my own class too, that came back from distance learning back to the classroom mid-year or whatever. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's a, it's a different experience for those kids more than anything too. I'm sure that you've noticed with yours, like as a teacher, I can't imagine being distanced for an entire year and then coming back, but even for those little kids, like they didn't know what a regular classroom really felt like. Mm -hmm. and if they had if they were some of the older kids and they come they come back and they weren't used to it you know it was the honeymoon phase in the middle of january Mm -hmm. you know which is not something that usually happens but cool yeah no and i i praise you for being a part of that and actually taking on that role because there isn't very many of us that would have towed the line and it sounds like you you did an amazing job at it too
2: well, thanks. <laughs> My amazing uh, partner, Heather Sandy, um, every single day, we Google meeted together, we lesson planned together, we shared uh, we shared every everything, everything, every kind of tip that she knew she told me, and vice versa. And not only did we get through, the unknown, which was how to teach distance learning in kindergarten, let alone, <laughs> um, but we just, we did that together. And without her, I I've told her this before. I'm like, without you, Heather, I don't know if I could have done this. So right. it was great that I was, uh, we were set up together. So we were able to like co-teach together. For sure. So that was huge.
0: that's a, that's something that needs to happen all the time. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you're sharing it as, you know, you two were put in a position that was difficult. It was new. You had to figure it out yourself. But with the way that education is going right now, I mean, the the changes that are happening, how fast they are happening, you know, or for I mean, you have students that act a certain way, and you haven't experienced it yet, or they come from a certain background or whatever, and somebody else has experienced that. You need to voice up. You need to work together. You're better in numbers, and people need to make sure that they understand that. I think it's becoming. A little more prevalent than it used to where we're we're working together and i've mentioned my team at horse may many times on here that i'm just very thankful that i have a group of people that are so willing to work together
2: mm-hmm.
0: and you, you have to have it you know and i personally i don't know what i would do if i didn't because i can like that's a that's part of my operation is making sure that i am spending time with the other people talking about things and and creating a good relationship with everybody around you because yeah more minds work better together and you get bank better give ideas take ideas whatever like just be united together
2: yep yep I think of the phrase the old phrase it takes a village and it seriously does and without you know my kindergarten team village or my northern school team village or back to my Paul Bunyan elementary team and Heather like Without all of the people who I've had the privilege of working with throughout you know, my whole teaching career, career, if you will, like a lot of the things that I do, I learned, oh, I do this because I learned this from so-and-so and I do this because I learned this from so-and-so. So it's like what makes up my um, teaching methods, if you yeah. will, are a combination of what I've learned from other people yeah. and without those other people, then, you know. Yeah. be pretty boring in kindergarten <laughs> yeah
0: it would you're right yeah having a routine that is built by so many different people and so many different ideas and, and give credit to you know like mm-hmm. i don't come up with all my ideas
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> some of
0: the really crazy ones i might come up with but the really good ones i probably stole from somebody <laughs> or was gifted but so um <laughs> yeah, right
1: Lindsay I'm curious just about I mean you mentioned my focus is on technology and how we get teachers and students to start using more of that in the class I um, you mentioned Google Meet what other tools were you using to engage students during that time
2: I um so I didn't,
1: oops
2: sorry I didn't realize that uh In a Google meet, not until like way, almost more than halfway through last year, I think it was, I didn't realize that you could actually use Google meet to record your, yourself to record your lessons. And it would be longer than I believe we were using screencastify. But if I would have known that I would have went that route, but I went Screencastify, screencastify route. And I also liked that my little my little like uh video box was in the corner of each video that i was playing so like i would just quick send out a a screencast like even if it was like 30 seconds or one minute long just just to kind of um reach out and be like hey i hope you guys have a have a great weekend or whatever don't forget to blah blah, blah. and then they would just get that little video clip of me telling them versus here, read this email, or hey, read this text, you know, remind text message, or whatever. So it was like a little more personal. And um, I did have families say that the lessons that popped up where the kids could actually see me and hear me and watch me teach were the ones that they were more interested in versus do workbook page 32. And then that's, you know what I mean? Like they would rather watch the little video or of me teaching the lesson or whatever about workbook page 32 anyway so it made it a little more personal with yeah so screencastify was huge I I recorded gosh I have so many pre-recorded lessons in fact I used those recordings this school year in the beginning of the school year our curriculum has us go through the alphabet just a through z just like a um boom 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 letter a day quick refresher see what those kiddos are have retained from preschool or if they haven't been to preschool you know we're getting into those letters and sounds and so this year i played my letter videos while we were while we were working so they could see the video they could they could see me teaching it on the screen but then it was like a clone of myself and so i got to walk around the room and actually use my hands and help and um you know be there for the kids that needed me while the lesson was playing on the screen. So, I thought that was neat to to use that distance learning tool um in the classroom. And I actually learned that from a really amazing um friend that I used to teach with she she actually used to teach um Ed, and that was from Steph Roop and she she did that um when we taught at the Kindergarten Center so she would record her lesson, show it for the rest of the day for all the classes because it was the same lesson. Yeah rotating through and then she'd walk around and she'd help them with their form or whatever and so that was my little uh my little step root knowledge that i used and so um that was that's something that i incorporated back in um this year so i mean i made all those lessons would again i'm like what am i gonna do with these And i'm like i'm gonna use them again yeah. <laughs> I'm
1: gonna
2: walk around the room and be able to help with letter formation or even like a math problem
0: so, right okay. right well and that's like a lot of the technology and the things that we can use screencastify as one of them or whatever it may be like takes some time to build them mm-hmm. but then when you use them and i think like what you mentioned about showing the video walking around the room and then being the teacher right there mm-hmm. with each kid you see a kid over here a couple desks that needs a little bit of help with their letter formation you walk over there you help them mm-hmm. you see another kid that is struggling with it. And they also can pause you, you know, Mm -hmm. they can pause that video. (laughs) They can start trying to do something. They can replay it. Um, And there are, I mean, for getting into the older grades, like third grade where I teach, you get worried about, well, are they pausing or are they moving forward too far? Are they not getting the whole lesson? And there are ways around that too with, uh, there's a program called Ed Puzzle that, pop the videos into the Edpuzzle and it tells you like they have to answer this question and then they have to answer this one and it tells you how much of it they listen that you can prevent skipping you can do all that now that's probably not something that you really have to worry about with kindergartners but
2: that sounds really cool though.
0: <laughs> the same video that you just built could be done the exact same way I kind of got a little away from it for a little while I started it My co- my colleagues use it way more frequently than i do i got kind of away from it because it was having i was having issues with processing and it was downloading my videos stuff like that Mm -hmm. it was laggy for the kids then i went back to the old google drive method and that worked and then i went back now recently and it seems like maybe they fixed all that stuff because it's working really well but um are there any other tools that you used um distance learning or methods that you use you did you, you mentioned your videos um, you mentioned your your um, jumping jack, sight word stuff, all that cool thing. So is there anything else that you still use now that maybe you started when you were distance learning?
2: Yes, Seesaw. I love Seesaw. It is basically like a teacher's Google website. Like you go to Google and you're looking for something, right? And then it pops up and you have all these things and yada, yada. In Seesaw, you can type in, hmm we are doing more or less an equal lesson in math you can type that in and all of these things pop up you can click on it you can assign it to your kids um but the best feature that i liked was i can click on that assignment on my end and then i can click i think it's sample student and i can use that to display it um to my screen
1: recording yeah
2: yeah, yeah. And yeah. Or in
1: person. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Model it. Sorry. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> so, last year I used it and this year I'm using it, but I'm using it more whole group. Like you said, I'm modeling it and showing it to them. And so, we're playing some of those games and things on there um, in a whole group or a small group setting in person versus each kid getting it on their own to do, which I mean, I could do it that way too but since i have them in front of me i mean this year (laughs) i'm going to take advantage of that so
0: yeah Mm -hmm. for sure yeah there's a a fan of like there's
1: so many different ways for students to respond in seesaw and it's so important at the kindergarten level because we get this curriculum that's asking students to respond to some higher order thinking Mm -hmm. they can't write the answer but they can tell you the answer and there's that microphone button in seesaw that just you could hear all their voices and just, you yes. tell, tell us about that.
2: Yes, in fact, oh yay! I'm so excited you asked this because I just instantly thought of um, one of my kiddos from last year. So we, we did a lot of things around themes, like so we did like holiday themes around, you know, wintertime holiday themes and Dr. Seuss week, you know, stuff that we would do normally in in an in-person classroom, but we brought it to distance learning, even dress up days. Yes, we still dressed up (laughs) on distance learning. But one of the things that you made me think of was there was an assignment, I believe it was called the book, the book, The Snowman, where the snowman, like, uh, he is built and then he flies or something. I can't remember exactly what the story is about, but I will never forget the response that I got from one of my kiddos because yes, he wasn't able to write about it. Yes, he wasn't able to draw about it, but he sang about it. (laughs) He turned on his little microphone and he sang me the entire story. So the story was read to him through Seesaw. So the words were read to him and verbatim in exact order, he came back and sang to me what the story was. And I just thought that was amazing um that you know he didn't you know what are what are the tools that he had to be able to recall that story you know beginning middle end and he used that microphone and not only did he tell me he sang it and it was the cutest <laughs> of the song ever. So,
0: that's awesome anyway. that's fun and i, I think <clears throat> you know i think this is another thing that we've touched on before with you know that students Students understand more than they can write or more than they can type into a computer, giving them the opportunity to present their information of what they know. Their knowledge in multiple different ways is so important because you might get an audio response that is better than a typed response. Mm -hmm. You know, your higher level kids might just type it up because it's easy for them but then you might have some lower level kids that can't type it up as well or, or write it as well, but they're going to give you a really deep answer. And I, you know, I don't, I don't know if I've shared this but a similar situation that I had a student that did an audio response um, about one of the characters in a book that we were reading. It was actually the dog. And she said that the dog, comfort like i asked about the character traits like what can you tell me about the dog and she said that the dog comforted the main character and i just thought of like that connection because i had kids that were well you know it was the dog it was the family dog well that's not giving me much information like tell me about the character Mm -hmm. and 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 it just her saying that it comforted the main character of the story i thought that was so cool and this is one of my students that has a really difficult time reading too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's the kids will amaze you. And I can't. Did you have? Do you have that song on your iPad or get you like listen to it on your phone?
2: I saved. I saved my <laughs> class the whole the whole kit and caboodle, so I can go back and look. yeah everybody's project that we did last
1: year send it to us we'll
0: put it on the podcast yeah we could open up the podcast with it there's
2: such cute things on there i should see i should see if i can figure out yeah
0: that would be great
2: super fun like it
0: doesn't have to happen now we can do it a couple episodes down the road people will remember (laughs) they'll remember this conversation
2: i know this this little kiddo and he's a horace mayor so um nice mm -hmm. yeah good we see his cute
1: little face right now.
0: <laughs> mm.
1: But anyway, that's
0: awesome. Good. So
1: we, we asked you a little bit about what your role is, but I think you've already answered this. But what do you like about working in schools? What
2: don't I like about working in schools? When that click of the the click, you put your badge on the thing to get in the school, right? That that beep beep noise or that beep noise. Love that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's a new one. Well, why not? I don't know. Yeah. Wow. When- I want to run a marathon next to you. You're still <laughs> smiling. We're at the end and you're just full of joy. This is great. Well,
2: don't you remember when we like, okay, kindergarten teacher, I'm a bag lady by trade. So I'm like, I walk in in the morning and I got this bag and that bag and this bag, and like no hands. And then you had to be like, oh, where's my key to get in the school? And then you had to find your key and then try to open the door. Well, today, guess what? Did you know if you wear your lanyard around your neck with your key on it and your arms are full, you you can just go, whoop, (laughs) (laughs) and you will, like, hit the thing and the door will open. Like, it, you know, boom, you can open the door. You don't even need your hands. So, anyway, that's fun. (laughs) I don't know. Like, literally, though, from the first beep of the key card on the the door opener bobber to the sound that my door makes when I close it at the end of the day, I love everything in between. Everything. Like, and I'm not just I'm not just obsessed with doors. I'm not like, hey, I just like doors at the school. <laughs> Kids are pretty cool too. Um and coworkers. But I seriously I love, I do love it all. Even even on days where I walk through the hallway and you can see every you can read everything on my face and I'll flash like the teacher eyes at my coworker is walking next to me or whatever. And you know, sometimes you just got to flash those eyes and they flash them back and then you're good and you move on. But, um, I don't know. I just watching kids grow everything from the struggles to the success, like the whole journey is just super amazing, super amazing to me. And, um, I, I'm just very happy that I get to be a part of, um, you know, those kiddos journeys and get to kind of teach him a thing or two, if you will. So right. yeah.
0: Passionate. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's really good. You mentioned it and I have to, I have to mention it too, but the, the non cues that you and your coworkers have together <laughs> while you're walking down the hallway, mm-hmm. it's like, I don't have to say anything to you. You know, exactly what I'm thinking right now.
2: Yep. <laughs> that is, For that sure. is so true.
0: <laughs> no words exchanged. Yep. You no. know what I'm talking about. You know how I'm feeling.
2: Or like a noise, like a you
0: woof
2: know. or a whoo yeah. or whatever, like they'll know. <laughs> they'll <Yeah>. know. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's great. The people that know, know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this is, um, this kind of leads up to the last question that we did have for you. And that was, well, how do you keep this? How do you keep the motivation that you have? How do you, I mean, is are there things that you do personally that that keep you going? I want you to try to think outside of just oh the you know the kids smile. Well, yeah, it is good. There are days that they can drive you a little bit nuts, and you know that. So
2: yes, absolutely <laughs> no, I do most definitely. Um, yeah, if you could be a fly on my classroom wall today after <laughs> inside recess, pouring rain, and everybody going what? in the lunchroom, like yeah, um yes so what keeps me going well i i know it's like sounds super cliche or whatever but like sometimes everyone's like oh you need to take care of yourself and you need to do this and you need to do that or whatever but it is so very true it is so very true and many many years ago um other than this podcast (laughs) i made a promise to myself um for me and for my family when we you know, started um, making a family, creating a family, um, that I was going to leave school at school and home at home. So like my home stuff is for at my house, my school stuff stays at school. So when I hear that click of my classroom door, I try really hard, you know, you can't always leave it all because there's a lot of emotional stuff that comes with too, but I, do not do anything school related at home because that's not fair to my family after school's school's out. So, I mean, you, you hear the teachers like, Oh, I need to take this home and do this at home. Nope. I don't do any of that. I don't, I can't, I have to shut it off in order to save up or to recharge for the next day, if that makes any sense. Um, so little things like kindergarten teachers, like lots of like cutting this out and, making this and making that and doing this. Nope. I have to try. I try to do all of that at school. And so that's huge. The other thing I um, I love Pilates. <laughs> I love Pilates. I teach um, Pilates through uh, community education. I've been teaching for, gosh, I think it's going to be 14 years in the fall. Holy cow, am I old? Anyway, squirrel. Um, <laughs> yes. Love that. Love walks. Love being outside and coffee and chocolate so
0: that's <laughs> good
2: probably about it <laughs> and my family of course
0: yeah well and that you i mean it's two different energy pockets like you need the energy pocket at school for your kids at school and then you need that energy pocket again in the evenings for your family because you know it, it's you get wiped out from the day at school and you don't have anything left at for that nighttime mm-hmm. with your family that you you got to have you got to have both and you got to make sure that you can balance it out
2: yep and it is hard and i mean i cannot stand having unfinished business but i leave unfinished business at school if i have to because i want to be home and present for my family in order to recharge um to give everything i've got to my kiddos the next day at
0: school right.
2: and co-workers in everyone <laughs>
0: Yeah, and then back to your family too
1: yeah, you know. yeah. yeah
0: exactly
1: <laughs> Ooh, yeah
0: it is it's the a revolving There's two lumberjacks
1: <laughs> and this, these two lumberjacks every day they they have the same schedule and one of them produces a lot more than the other one and he's trying to figure out what's going on he starts watching the other lumberjack He And goes, you're taking oh an hour long lunch what's going on and you come back and you produce you chop down more trees than me what's going on what are you doing I said well i go home for lunch and i sharpen my axe <laughs>
0: exactly there it yeah. is
1: folks. there perfect.
0: it is. perfect <laughs> well said woods
1: it's it's rare that i can complete a whole story and make a point so did you did problem, you so.
0: did you know that story ahead of time
1: <laughs> i heard it the other day and i was like this is going to come up in the podcast, and I can't <laughs> wait to tell it. <laughs> good.
0: Yeah. No better professional development than that. Yeah. I <laughs> know I will use this someday. Yeah. Yeah, good.
1: Well, thanks for sharpening your axe and, and being strong for our students and, and our community and just doing so, so much amazing things. I know you mentioned some other people who have supported you throughout the way. Are there other things that... That you think are going on that just like just if you want to give shout outs to people who are doing great stuff,
2: uh definitely the kindergarten team at northern. um ladies, we can we can do this. <laughs> we can make it, we can make it. um yeah, without without those girls, like, seriously, i I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'd even have even more messy hair than I do now. I'd be like, Whoa! um, but yes, most definitely the those coworkers. And um, I love, again, Heather Sandy, honestly, couldn't, couldn't have done last year without her, like between the two of us, it was just um, a wonderful experience. And like you said, uh, how you thought it was a great uh, idea for people to, you know, work together and branch out. Heather and I, we knew of each other, but we didn't really know know we didn't really know each other because we teach at different elementary schools so it was great to meet someone from a you know from a different school setting with a different perspective and vice versa and together just you know kind of kind of do our thing and um yeah made it made it through and had had a lot of laughs in the meantime (laughs) so
0: yeah. Yeah, and I think we've mentioned that too. Is like we <clears throat> we need more opportunities to to get out and and see the other teachers that are teaching at our grade levels and banking ideas off them, of, offering up ideas of our own. Because yeah, I mean, it seems like you know we get get to business at our buildings, and it seems like our business is there most of the time. It'd be really neat to be able to branch out and talk to other people outside of our own buildings as well
2: yes exactly i would love to just sit in someone's classroom just for you know half a day or whatever just to watch just just to like soak it all in and um that would next be next week
1: uh, i'll go sub in your room come on <laughs> over Lincoln. let's get it done that's that's actually one of my goals um moving forward as we get more towards a, a normal-ish uh teaching world is that that's that's how i went hope to propel some professional development say right up use those tools your pre-recorded lessons of you that you made last year i go and run them then you go to another school that that you want to see someone's doing something cool and we all grow together make like a tree and grow slowly while helping others around you also grow slowly
0: (laughs) (laughs) i think that's a great idea woods i love it yeah i'm good well, thanks right. again so much, Lindsay, for joining us um, and taking your evening time and offering it up to the people in our community, our teachers, everybody. It's they're going to be excited to hear your voice, to hear your enthusiasm and your passion for what you do. Uh, but thanks again for joining us.
2: Thanks for having me. Yeah, you're forty. Why are
1: you hanging out with a thirty year old?